welcome to episode 29 of the Jurassic World Dog podcast. I'm Jack and I'm joined with, well, I'm joined with Assis, Chris, Ryan and Alex today. Hello. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hello. It, it's all good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Think we're all yeah. good. I'm going to speak for the collectives. We're all yeah, pretty good. We're all, we're all yep. doing pretty good today. And maybe everyone, ex- well, everyone except for Alex, who seems to keep like disappearing on us. Yeah, he's back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> he's here. He's here. Um, so, I mean, Bryce Dallas Howard teases Claire Deering in Jurassic World sequel. Wasn't much of a tease. Yeah, but it was. She'll be uh, back. It was no pretty. Heels. It was pretty right. fun, nonetheless. She she just had an interview with with uh, E Online Entertainment. Well, um, what did she say? She just said she's a different person now. Something about heels. Yeah, she said. That, I mean, she said she really said that she can't say anything, but she knows her character development from Jurassic World, and she knows that she kind of ends the movie as a different character. But she also said that she's been cornering Colin and Derek for details about the film, and they have told her things, and she's excited. Given it's not mm. like she would say that she wasn't excited, but she looked she no, looked exactly excited. Um, I think for her, it's it's exciting. Like personally, I don't really want to see her return, but um, <laughs> I think uh, I think she'll. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Well, can I say something? Like, I didn't world. mind her in Jurassic World. I liked her in Jurassic World, but my problem is, is I never bought her arc because she never seemed cold enough to begin with. Like, I never really saw her in her prime. With I think the the most in control thing she did was uh, nudge the trash can over to Lowry's desk to catch his drink. I would have liked to see her. I would have liked to see more of what she did and seen her do it well. And I would have liked to see her played out a little bit more coldly. I think she alluded to that too. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, as to how her character is going to be in the sequel. Yeah, because um, she said she's going to, you know, she's dropped that corporate persona now, and she's, you know, she sees things in a different light, in a different aspect. So, well, this is what I put in the article. I was curious if that means to her that she'll be, you know, donning a more um, Sarah Harding esque wardrobe. You know, she's if that's what she means. Hippie now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I. Exactly. I mean, like, that's just the thing, though. Like, I never bought her as a corporate per- person, necessarily. She just seemed really busy with work, but she never seemed like an actual corporate person to me. She actually seemed a little too sweet and nice, but caught up in her own life. Like, and I think that might have just mm. been Bryce Dallas Howard's personality bleeding through into the character. Because towards the end of the movie, she seemed to kind of align more, but I never bought her as kind of like the cold business corporate person that I imagined she read like in the script. Yeah, I, I understand that. I get what you mean. I think it'll be interesting to see how she develops. Like I said, I didn't really think her character would come back. I kind of figured that was it for her. She, after everything that happened in Jurassic World, she's out. <laughs> you know. Okay, well, let's be honest. Well, we why... know Henry Wu's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he makes sense, yeah. though. So BD Wong will definitely be coming back. I mean, like, in, that's something that he's teased, although they've never officially said it. But the reason why the press release didn't officially say it because B.D. Wong's not a huge, you know, star known across the world, you know, but Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard are, so that's why their names are included in the press release. We know other characters are coming back. Mm. I'd imagine Omar C is coming back because Colin said that he wrote the character in hopes for sequels, so... But... Yeah, and he said, he, I mean, but this is one thing Colin said about um, Chris Pratt and, and Omar Sy. It's like they were they were buddies, and it's their friendship is fantastic through the movie, and that will continue 
you know, in the sequels, but they had maybe one yeah. scene. Together. They had two scenes <laughs> together. And like and and Omar Sy had one scene outside of that where he saw Injen on the beach, which I kind of liked. That was I, I like. I yeah, yeah, it reminded some, me of Lost I World. Like to see some action on that beach. Like we've never really seen like vehicles tearing it up with like dinosaurs on the beach. That would have been like that would have been a cool setting. Mm. Yeah, that, that would have been fun. Maybe they, you know, as they arrive on the beach, they just knock out some compies. It would have been a nice <laughs> callback to to Lost World. With Kathy, darling, or, or even just scare away like a little herd of microceratus. I don't even, I don't know, something. It was just a real, it was yeah, a really I don't beautiful. Know what that setting. is? It sounds cool though. They're um, oh, those are those microceratus or those little uh, they look like little bipedal um half developed like like protoceratops. Uh, I yeah. think so. Small triceratops. I think it used. I think it used to be called microceratops, but then uh, the microceratus name stuck. So, did you guys see the uh, behind the magic visual effects of Jurassic World by ILM? Mm. Yes, indeed. No, <laughs> I get an excuse though. I have I have midterms to study. That was like two so, weeks ago. You did not have midterms. To, you've always got midterm. I don't. Oh, I like, have midterms every week, man. It's awful. Yeah, how many schools are you, you enrolled in? I mean, <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean that it, even in that first shot at the start with the T Rex roaring over you know the, over the whole mm-hmm. park, you can see how how much of Hawaii they just wiped away <laughs> and to create that park. It's pretty. It surprised me actually more than I thought. Yeah, they they. The, I mean the whole park pretty much is fake. Exactly. <laughs> I mean I knew we knew Main Street was built and then basically planted on these Hawaiian uh, scenes, but yeah, it was pretty mental to be honest. Yeah. And did. it's too bad because that view from that helipad was beautiful, but it, it was mm. a uh, it was a bay, so they obviously couldn't have the park down there, so they did have to wipe away that beautiful location. So it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean it's just Oops. weird to see them like you have this wonderful, like you said, a wonderful shot of Hawaii, and then they just wipe but it away with. CG. They did a good job because I mean that shot. That oh shot yeah, looks beautiful. You know, a lot of times you'll get like you know long distance shots where there's a lot of CG mountains and buildings and you, you look at it and you're like you know that looks real but it doesn't look real but in Jurassic World I mean you know you're looking at that you're like well that's obviously CG but it doesn't scream CG it's a it's a nice shot no yeah you you mm. can't fault the CG in Jurassic World uh, building wise and structure wise like it is yeah, fantastic exactly. I love um, and then the and then obviously I think what surprised people well I, we knew this was happening the um <laughs> the uh in the zoo <laughs> with the math, with the with the human kids riding on like yeah. humans' backs, it's so stupid, but it, it, it worked so well. It worked. I would love that job, though. Yeah, yeah. isn't isn't the ginger kid? Isn't Col- he uh, Bryce's son? No, that's son. Colin Trevorrow's son. Oh, which was Bryce's, Bryce's son? Hugs the uh, the that's it, yeah, and it says her daughter, isn't it, <laughs> or something? I don't know. <laughs> um. You know, Man, I would have, I would have, I would have loved to have been. Yeah, there that, that would have been. That's the scene. That's mm. the best scene in that movie. I love that. Yeah, scene. I would have. A good way to kick off the filming as well. That was the first. Thing exactly. Filmed. I mean, we've seen some of the pictures. You know, we saw like how detailed the sets were. It kills me the fact that you don't really get to explore it because they did a really good job. Mm. Um, I'll tell you what, though, the ex- the extras must have been like you know like so excited. They see all these Jurassic World banners. Like this is the coolest thing ever, and they're like, okay, you're gonna be looking at baby triceratops. They're like, oh boy, oh boy. And there's this guys walking on all fours. Like <laughs> they're yeah. like, okay, little boy, you go sit on that man's back. 
and pretend like he's a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the gyrosphere as well. I mean, I, I've said from the start, the, the whole gyrosphere vehicle was just weird to me. Yeah. I just... It just don't... It doesn't... It's just so strange. But, I mean, the CGI on it... Yeah, was you know... The way they they made it work was just... You know what's really funny is the reason the gyrosphere exists, um, it was one of those little Sphero, um, those little Sphero remote control balls. It's like a ball and you can remote control it and it's just a ball. And that's what... that's (laughs) It's a ball. What what makes that special is... (laughs) It's just a ball. ball. What makes it cool is because it's uh, just a ball that can roll wherever you want it by remote controlling it. And they thought, hey, that's really cool. Like BBA. No, that's the funny thing is the Sphero, um, the Sphero remote control device is what inspired BB-8 and the gyrosphere. Like, film companies saw that. They're like, whoa, this is really cool technology. And because of it, BB-8 was created, and because of it, the gyrosphere was created. I thought that was funny, because both both film productions credited that device for inspiring something Mm. that's pretty notable from the film. Have you... Have you... um, We should have a BB-8 life-size in the next movie. Instead of the gyrosphere. Uh, gyrosphere. I'd I'd be down with that, right? BB-8 in Star Wars? I mean, in Jurassic Park? I would... You know, why not? (laughs) <laughs> Cross crossover yeah i mean it. when uh when i was last in london we had a bb8 and we got really drunk and we were seeing how high we could put it like how high it would survive like falling off a ledge or something the little bb8 remote control figure that's abuse <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was so funny though man um but it can survive quite a high um fall off shelves or you know a windowsill or something like that, that- it can go downstairs. Yeah. That blew the my fu- mind. The funniest thing, though, is that its head comes off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, like, it hits that's the floor and the head bounces off. <laughs> I, I love the fact that they were able to create that. That's really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, the toy is fantastic. Really difficult to use, but uh, to get used to controlling it. Um, but it's great. I, I love the fact that they built that for the movie. They did a... That's a... BB-8 was really cool. I think the gyrosphere is pretty cool. But I can buy BB-8 more than I can buy the gyrosphere, and that's probably because they mm. built a real working BB-8, and they didn't build mm. a real working gyrosphere. Honestly, they probably... That's hard. They that's prob- expensive, Yeah, exactly. They probably could have built a gyrosphere with some changes, um, but it would have been very expensive. So it's not surprise. I'm not upset that they didn't do that. But I think that's why like, I can make sense of BB-8, because it's actually a real working thing, and the gyrosphere is a hypothetical representation of something mm. um, but it's a cool device I've got to ask just just back to this uh, ILM video what was with the like really weird orange grade that they were throwing over final shots because uh, that wasn't the movie grade they were just kind of I don't know it's not on all of them but at the end they just kind of slide across a really orangey grade that that, that isn't the movie's grade I'm trying it's to strange. think I mean my Blu-ray I think the grading's pretty orange yeah, mm. it's, it's, it's warmer, yeah, it's not... More so, yeah. Blue. It's funny because, you know how it came out on digital before the Blu-ray? I think we've talked about this before. But um, yeah. the, the color grading on the digital copy before Blu-ray is different than the Blu-ray and different than the film. So in theaters, it was very teal. And the teal still presides throughout the movie and all the releases. And then the digital copy was a little less teal, and then the Blu-ray was way less teal. But it's weird how there's three and different th- um, color grades. Yeah, I think the Blu-ray transfer is great, though. And I think uh, it's, you know, they shot on film. You know, they shot on 35mm and 65mm for, for while they were in Hawaii. It's, you know, 
we were discussing this when we were running up to the trailers and stuff. They're beginning to make it look digital with the heavy, the the heavy really, blue grain. Yeah. But it was weird because you had this amazing footage, this you know really raw looking human footage, and then they just graded the shit out of it in the trailer. You know. What's interesting? The Blu-ray, yeah, the Blu-ray does look. Better. You know what's interesting is I was watching. We posted it a while ago, but it was um from Image Engine. It was like their uh, not their sizzle reel, but like their effects reel, like before and after. And I was watching. Mm-hmm. It actually turned out that the plates were too warm. I mean, they looked really nice, but they were actually warmer than natural lighting. So I think they were going in and adding teal to try to balance out, like to white balance. And I think that it eventually, then when they started grading the movie, it just went too far. I think that it looks like they filmed with a warmer color base. I'm not exactly sure how or why. Maybe that's just because of the way the original Jurassic Park was filmed. And then they decided, hey, this is too warm. Let's dial it back afterwards. Or I'm not exactly sure what was going on with that. But the plate... I don't know. It seems intentional. The plates were really warm. have a view now. They have a look. Exactly. Um, Maybe... And that's something that, in my opinion, doesn't fit with no, Jurassic it, Park. You know, you look at the nighttime scenes in Jurassic Park, and they're nice and warm. You look at any picture of Hawaii, and it doesn't have a teal grade on it, or like, or if you want to say Costa Rica, I mean, it just doesn't look like that in real life. And then you go and it's humid yeah, and warm. And the movie just looked too manufactured. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah I mean, it, I, I think at least the Blu-ray looks okay. So yeah, the Blu-ray does look a lot better. Yeah, the, I yeah, mean, yeah. I need to rewatch it, man. It's been a while. Man, I watched it like the other week. Not bad in terms of uh, quality. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not bad. Whoa, 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 whoa. Four out of ten. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's like, the best you'll ever hear Aziz talk about the movie, folks. Not yeah, go on, Aziz. Bad. What do you think about Jurassic World now that you've seen it again? I like the control room scenes. Ah. <laughs> 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 Those are six out of ten. The rest of the movie, two. <laughs> no, uh, like the control room scenes are really good, though, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Mm, they were okay. really fun. Yeah, they were witty and fun. And whatnot. What's... Yeah. But it didn't get it didn't get dangerous in there. How cool would it have been if, like, at the end of Cabin in the Woods, when they just get invaded? <laughs> I, I wanted oh. that. How cool would that have been in the control but Lowry room? Lowry would have died, and he was well, the best Lowry character in the movie. Survived. He, he's, he's yeah, he would have got out. But imagine if, if like you know, they're see, they're on, they're watching this terror unfold, yeah, and they then get wrapped. Rap, yeah. break in. That would have been sweet. I wanted to no, see that happen life. with the park in so many different aspects. But real quick, what's yeah. everybody's favorite character from Jurassic World? Like, what is your favorite character? What do you think was the best character? <sighs> Alex. Ooh, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, we can all agree with that. <laughs> Go on, no, though. Uh, probably Lowry, actually. Mm. That's right, that's right. It was a lot more fun. And uh, Ryan? Same, I mean, he's just, he's the fan-relatable character. I think I think mine has, yeah, while he was fantastic, I think the perform- performance-wise, who I liked the most, was uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. I really, really liked the way he played um, whatever the hell his character Hoskins. Um, Hoskins, yeah, Vic Hoskins. Dude. I really, Hoskins. really liked his performance with that. He was, he was really just such a cock, and it worked <laughs> so well. Such a cock! Oh my god, I love your British terminology. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked, man. I thought he was brilliant uh, in that one, in that role. Um, yeah. 
like you know he was so cocky and arrogant and just he played it well he was so confident and yeah you know what I don't know I liked it I thought yeah, it was I thought great. he was great I personally have to go for uh, Irfan Khan as Mizrani I think that he he ah, was the yeah. most complex character I think he had the most complete for such a short amount of time he had a very interesting character arc he was intelligent mm-hmm. on top of his game charismatic I mean he he was the full package he was a Jurassic Park character yeah. through and through and I really enjoyed him. Do you do you think he should have died? No, I don't. Um, you know, when I uh, went, to, I think Bryce should have died instead. When I went to the Jurassic, <laughs> it was more hurtful. You know, when I went, yeah, well, no, Bryce he wasn't died. being punished. Yeah. When I went to the Jurassic World premiere during the uh, after party, uh, Derek Connolly, I was talking to him, and he's like, "So, what did you think when we killed off Ms. Ronnie? And I'm like, "God damn it!" It wasn't coming. I'm like, no, but yes, because the trailer spoiled it. So as soon as I saw him get up in the helicopter, I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna die. What? But I'm like, yeah. out of honesty, I did not see that coming. And I'm like, I really liked his character. And he's like, uh, I think that that was something that they probably didn't do the entire time. They were, I mean, he didn't tell me this, but I'm something tells me that that was probably something that happened towards the end. They're like, we need something unpredictable to happen to one of the characters. But, but they telegraphed that from like a mile away. Oh, it's his first day flying. Oh, no, two more, two more days. I don't, no, I don't know if that was... That was a telegraph. I don't even know if that was telegraphed, though, because yeah. <laughs> it wasn't his poor flying that got him killed. It was the fact that Pteranodons busted the helicopter up. No, it's the fact that he got into the helicopter at all at the, yeah. uh, at the, mm. at the scene. I guess. He was too overly cocky, I guess, because he's... You know, well, I, th- he I mean, I, I, I got the metaphor that he was... Well, I don't know if it was a metaphor, but... He was the result of essentially chaos theory. One thing happening at, as the result of another, and I mean the whole the whole park, the whole movie was essentially chaos theory. But, We've already mm, talked about I think that. What, but I, I thought I thought his death was like the a culmination of, of yeah. That. And I think what's really cool about his character arc is he was able to go through all the paces of realizing he needed to do something without ever leaving the control room. Like, he started out like, well, we've got to contain this. We have a lot of money invested in this. And then he saw a few ACU guys go down, and he's like, screw that, we're taking this thing out. And he puts himself out there on the front line. And I think that he had a really complex character arc. I thought he was just really likable. And plus, Irfan Khan just killed it. He was He's such a good he's, actor. He's great. He is such a good yeah, actor. He was really, really, really well. Really and then his role, I mean, when he had the back and forth with um, Henry Wu... I, I, that scene was really good, and I would have liked to see more like that. Like, see, Wu yeah. was great, but I was talking to someone at my um, at my work the other day about Jurassic World, and obviously the hype. You know, he's just a casual fan, and obviously the hype at the time, everyone loved Jurassic mm. World, but now people are beginning to you know really give their true opinion. And he was like, you know what? There were too many flaws for him, and uh, and he said the one thing he really didn't like was Wu. They made him um, the bad guy, yeah, basically, you know... and he just didn't see that. As being woo, he just I, didn't. He didn't like it. He didn't see it, and I kind of see. No, where I totally from. get that. I don't think mm. they meant to make him the bad guy. They tried to make him like a bastard. Like he was just supposed to be. He was, he was supposed <laughs> to be a cocky asshole, basically. But I think that yeah. like the way that they play mm-hmm. it out is you watch it. He doesn't outright say it. He doesn't te- you know fully telegraph it in a obvious way. But I think it's nuanced. I think that you're supposed to see him you see the regret in his eyes of working with Hoskins because he didn't expect these things to happen. And you kind of watch it, and, you know, at first when he hears people are killed, he's like, oh, that's unfortunate, but life goes on, we'll, we'll take care of this. But as things kind of begin to go on, you just see it in his eyes, he's like, what 
did I do what what's happening around me? And by the end yeah. of the yeah, movie, he, to be fair, that's true. Movie, when he gets on the helicopter, yeah, he's just got the "I made a deal with the devil, I'm screwed" type of look. Yeah, uh, so maybe his character arc for the sequel, providing they definitely mm-hmm. do bring him back, will be him trying to redeem things or him trying to stop, you know, this. Yeah, from and happening. I think I mean I kind of see him. It's my DNA. Give it I back. See him as a little bit of a hostage <laughs> in a way that uh, probably Hoskins and Engine said, "Hey, look." Here's the deal. We can fund you to do some crazy things with the dinosaurs that you never wanted to do before, but you've got to do them in the way that we want them to be done. So, like, you can push your science. You can push the envelope. You can hybridize animals and learn so much about genetics. But you got you got to... It's a tricky decision yeah, for him. He might he might decide he's spent enough time in the company of death. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Lost World. The best movie in the world. <laughs> Is the Lost World Jurassic Park? Um, no, I mean I, li- I like him, but I do agree that if they play him out to be a villain, I'm gonna be pretty upset with that. I'm just hoping that it's gonna be a lot more nuanced than that, and like, yeah, he's gonna do a lot of screwed up things in the sequel, but we're gonna kind of see him as like not a victim of circumstance. Well, I think he's very. I think he's more true now to what his character is in the novel um, than what he was, you know, than what he portrayed in the first movie, especially the conversation that he had with Miss Ronnie. Yeah, that's, that's where I thought Miss Ronnie had his Hammond um, his Hammond moment, especially from the novel, because those two argue mm-hmm. in the novel. Um, and you really kind of see... True, yeah. This, that mm. scene was almost pulled directly yes. from the novel, which was mm-hmm. nice. And, I, mean, and, I swear and Hammond, the, canary, the canary and the cat line... That was from the novel, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really liked that. And to be fair, so I really liked that scene. I love that they were drinking amber tea. Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> this certain tea. And just the whole decor of that office. Oh, it was beautiful. Was brilliant. It's just a shame we didn't get to see in Wu's lab. Yeah. You know, they spent all this time building it, and we spent like a tiny scene in there with no real shots. Exactly. Of the lab. We never even it got like weird. a. It was the, I mean, it's probably because it was a constrained Did, space that the camera could only capture so much. But yeah, we never got to spend a lot of time looking through it. It would have been interesting to maybe spend some time with Wu before things go awry. Yeah, mm. I mean, just the scene where he doesn't even talk. He's just doing something That in the could have been it, a good just... scene to get Bryce Dallas Howard in doing something important. We could yeah. have seen her and Wu doing something that they normally... I mean, I'm sure that they have normal and maybe operations. That... But maybe, maybe it could have been Bryce was pushing for something for Wu to do and Wu was almost saying you know they are animals at the end of the day maybe you know it could have been something where Wu um, you know reestablishes himself as you know he does care about what he's yeah. doing you know what I mean um, you know how this problem can be solved give us a prequel comic yeah or like a series of comics in the prequel setting I mean, well, what's wrong with that is, the is it gonna game happen as canon is what uh, good question is the Lydia game uh, yeah I know Colin Trevorrow um Basically, wrote all that backstory. Oh, what the Ludia game? Wu has a lot more lines and. I mean, I don't think he wrote everything, but he ultimately kind of like, yeah, that works. Well, here's the way I see that it happened, and then they probably took his rough outline, and then they probably wrote lines, and they probably made some stuff up as well. But yeah, I think the idea was to make it uh, mostly canon. Same with like the Le- same with that. like the Lego Jurassic World, um, with obvious changes, Mizrani Global, everything like that is supposed to fit into one cohesive universe building tool. So um, Sam Neill was also interviewed in regards to Jurassic World, 
the question was when Jurassic World came out, was that something you felt you had to see? Because obviously, I think what's more interesting is he was always involved and then not involved and then involved with Jurassic 4. You know, there was a stage where he yeah. was in it and he was talking about it. So th- th- for him, this must be a really weird thing. They've kind of gone ahead and released this massive movie and he, in the end, was never asked to be a part of it. So he said, uh, I was very curious to see it and I'm happy to see it and I thought they did a really good job and the actors were real good. <laughs> um, Interesting. Uh, and then okay. I I think uh, his the most funny thing was he said about Zara's death. <laughs> Boy, what did the English girl do wrong? She got eaten by like three <laughs> dinosaurs at once. Just pull her into the pool and she gets eaten underwater? No. So he didn't agree with that. Yeah. The way he said it was so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she got eaten by like three dinosaurs at once. Which is true. It's I love Samuel. Of... Oh my god. Yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Yeah. Even though, yeah, like those kind of deaths are. are I mean, like you see it in Lost World when the. You know the the best movie ever made when there's the, the raptors in the field and they're just taking out Ingen soldiers really violently and stuff. It's it's kind of similar to that, but at the same time she didn't really do anything. Yeah, she didn't, and she was such a minor character that just got like ripped to pieces. It's kind well, of. I was having this conversation with someone the other day, and for the life of me, I can't think of who the hell I was talking about dinosaurs with, or dinosaur movies with. But I was having this conversation with someone, and I said like the big thing with Zara's death. It's not the fact that she dies, or dies in an exaggerated way. It's the fact that she dies for so long. Other characters, <laughs> other characters, you yeah. know that they're going to die, and it's a draw, you know, build up to when they get eaten. But she is being eaten for like forty-five seconds on screen by the different dinosaurs, and it's pretty horrific. I mean, she's getting drowned, pulled out of the water, carried, screaming. I mean, it's a horrible thing to see, and the entire time you're thinking. Am I supposed to be rooting for the dinosaurs? Because this seems like one of those epic kills that, like, you had, like, a build to, and you're like, fuck yeah! And, like, it's... It definitely, very, it definitely feels like their it's intention very unapologetic, was... unapologetic, especially because they never yeah. mentioned it afterwards. And I think that it just resonates strangely. I think, I mean, we've seen a lot of people... That death gets brought up by a lot of people. It's just, it's strange. Even Sam Neill. She got brutalized there. I think that if she were eaten for, like, I, if it just happened and it was done without the whole build to it... I think people would be less ups- upset or less disturbed by it, but it's like it's kind of horrific to watch. I mean, if you would have thrown blood in it, it would have been like a death out of like an R-rated slasher monster movie, like with all this screaming and torture that she went through. Was... I think I think you're right, though, Chris. It did seem like as a, a little bit of a scene for them to kind of show these dinosaurs almost working hand in hand. Not that it was the dinosaurs' plan to kill them <laughs> together, but you yeah. know what I mean, like. It was like, okay, why don't here we show the dinosaurs being fucking dinosaurs? It's really cool. Shit. It's like, a really cool scene. That's not it's, Jurassic yeah, Park. It's cool, that's not but Jurassic it's just, Park. No, it's not Jurassic Park, but it's like, you know, sometimes you just want to see... Di- like in Lost World, you know, the greatest movie ever made, when the <laughs> Triceratops, you know, bashes through the camp and, you know, so cool. have dinosaurs in less than a month. And, lo- and, the, and it's just cool. You're just like, these dinosaurs are just ripping things to shreds because they've been captured. And, exactly. I, I, you know, it kind of. I think they might have been going for something I, on that. I think level. they wanted to write the. I don't think death it worked ever. well, and I think the problem is, is just the way that it. Yeah, it was, it was her. her, and then and, and the it, way that it builds to it, the way that it's. Ta- she didn't. Re- yeah, she didn't really deserve yeah. it. I mean, yeah, she was on her so, phone, but so yeah, did everyone. Exactly. So what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. so In, what, man? Like, you know, it's it's well, twenty sixteen. Is like Claire is talking <laughs> to her throughout the movie, and Cl- she's like the last person that the kids are with. 
as far as Claire knows. And you, then Claire never even so much as asks about Zara, who's there's a hint that they have a pretty strong ongoing relationship. Yeah, least. no one cares about exactly. her. Exactly. All it would have taken was yeah. Claire to say, where's Zara? And the kids, to, you know, they just could have, you know, had a little bit of like, oh God, no, type of scene. She got wrecked humanized, by the humanized They just threw her out. And, I... and that way, like, her character arc is kind of complete. But nobody gave a shit, so you feel like you're supposed to be rooting for the dinosaurs. And it's just weird. Mm. Um... Yeah, they don't even. I mean, they cut. I think they cut back to Ty when she gets thrown in the water. And, yeah. But there isn't really anything after that. But don't you find it, it kind of strange how, like, you know, Colin, which is great, Colin's, you know, promoting women in the film industry and saying um, there should be more and it should be equal rights, which I think all of us agree yeah, with. Yeah, anyway. yes. But but don't you find it strange how then he kills Zara, the female who did nothing to deserve and it, I've... in the most brutal way, and without any sort of. And after I think that's thought. a victim you know, after that, of that's unfortunate it. circumstance because if you look at the uh, storyboards and scripts, you'll see that the person that had that death was it was a dude. It was right? a dude who had a gun shooting at the dinosaurs, and then it was a guy who like had a camera. It was like a cameraman who, while everyone's running trying to save themselves, he was just filming it all, and then he gets punished for basically being a dick because while everyone's dying, <laughs> he's, all he can think about is you know. But, um... What the fuck? Jurassic Park All-Nighter? Oh, my God. <laughs> what is this? Oh, my God. And How guess what? So, the one time close to my birthday that the Prince Charles in London shows Jurassic all the Jurassic Park films, I'm not even in Britain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Great. Yeah. Classic. Man. Absolute classic. I would classic. love to do this. Holy hell. That sounds yeah. amazing. Uh, those All-Nighters, dude, uh, the Prince Charles are amazing. They did Scream, like, all the Scream films through the night, and then with when Scream 4 came out, and it was just... It was just so good. Like I went and saw uh, Groundhog Day Tuesday. It was insane. <laughs> it wasn't that there was a channel in Britain that were doing literally from like one a.m. on Groundhog Day to the last hour of the day. They played Groundhog Day all <laughs> yes, day. That's and epic. then there was like there was like even the description in the TV guide. It was like the synopsis, but it was split between each like different <laughs> showing. So you'd have to. It was just so stupidly funny. <laughs> Oh, that was great. Um, Dinosaurs. I'm not there. That sucks. I can't believe that. That's so annoying. (laughs) What is... Oh, fuck's sake. I love the Prince Charles as well. Ah! (laughs) That's where I met um, uh, the guy guy that did uh, The Room. Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau, yeah. He is... He is a smelly individual. He is very funny. (laughs) Don't... He's smelly. You're talking about, like, gross... Well, no, I. It was hot in there, and he just is hairy and big and sweaty. That's and, disgusting. Yeah. But we had a picture with him, which is on Facebook. He, he is just a very funny individual. I bought uh, the room hoodie, <laughs> and uh, That's some he signed. He signed my Blu-ray, and uh, yeah, and then we threw spoons at the screen. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Wait, oh, was oh like, my! Did he partake in this event too, throwing spoons at his own screen? Yeah, I have to. The Prince Charles Theatre, the one we were in, is amazing because it doesn't. It doesn't. The screen isn't at the bottom and it doesn't go down. Curves up, doesn't it? It go. It curves up. It's (laughs) really cool. Like, so you're never out of view, but the people at the back are actually the lowest people, and the screen. You you're constantly. It's just brilliant laid out. But yeah, you have plastic spoons and you just throw them at the screen. (laughs) I would be livid if they did that during my screening. Like, bitch, I paid money to watch. But it's not. But it's not like paying money to watch the room. It's like an event where you go and you throw spoons. That's the point, like because the room. Guys, you, you pay money movie. to throw spoons at the screen. Of course, 
but you guys have it, Ben Stiller was the one who started it he was doing screenings of the room in New York and there's like you know you'd always shout things at the screen and like for the room and then they started throwing spoons at the certain spoon right. scene yeah but <laughs> so it's sort of fun. like an inter- like the way people do like Rocky Horror where it's become, becomes involved. yeah exactly yeah, okay. yeah it's okay. interactive because the room is a terrible terrible movie okay um, I, need we also to, saw I need to admit the, something I've never seen it but I don't want to watch it. I want, it's like the worst film ever made. We also watched his pilot. He was deb- he, This is literally the first time anyone's seen his pilot for his new TV series, which I very much doubt got picked up. But um, it was somehow worse than The Room. <laughs> and I couldn't tell you how or why. It was just so you bad. Know, like, if, they do an, if they do another Men in Black movie... They should have him as a cameo as an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more sugar, please. Sugar. That kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, man. But that's Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah, well, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Yep. And then he played Vic. So maybe Tommy Wiseau gets Men in Black 4, and then he gets Jurassic 5. I hope so. We, we can know. only hope. We, we can, can have... Uh, um, oh, hi, Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. So... So I mean, let's dinosaurs. Let's talk about Jurassic World too. Yes, everyone's favorite movie, more than Lost World. Yeah, we haven't seen it yet, but it's our favorite fucking movie. It's gonna be my favorite movie, I guarantee. Yeah, it will be for like the first Um, four months, and then you'll hate it. uh, Yeah, you'll cry, and your sister will say that everyone's (laughs) looking at you, and then oh, enough of that. Wait, (laughs) Aziz, but defend yourself. Why is it gonna be the best? Um, because they learn from the mistakes of the first one. Uh, there's going to be actual characters and actual story, and maybe two animatronics. <laughs> <laughs> maybe two. That's what two stands for. Jurassic Dra- World yeah. two animatronics. That's the uh, subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> two animatronics. That's a way to. That's a way to not sell oh, it. To nice. like, um, what do you think it's going to be about? Alex, go for it, mate. Probably dinosaurs. Hell yeah! Ooh, <laughs> could be, no could be. Far fetched. I, I got no might, idea. You man. might be onto something. The way, the way we jumped off of the last movie, it's not where I thought it was going to be. So, mm. in, in my case, all yeah. Strangely off. enough, yeah. You know what? So we know it's going off the islands because Colin said that he wants to get off the islands. But so we know we're going off the islands but do you think that we'll return to one of the islands before we go off them like do you think that there will be a reason to return you to have to Sorna? and do you, you want to all these answers do you want to is I guess my question do you want to go back in yes. which island do you want to go back what do you want to see do you know what Jurassic World wasn't everything I wanted it to be so now then thinking about the sequel I don't even know if I don't know what I want and it's so strange because, you know, I'd love to go back to Sauna, but I don't want I love them to do Sauna and then do it in the wrong way. And mm. then... Uh, They've done it wrong so times, though, haven't they? They did it right the first time. Uh, the no, Lost no, no, no. Is They were wrong both right. times. Thank you. Well, thank okay, you. The Lost, I mean, I don't know if there's really any reason to go back to Sauna because it's such an amazing setting. It's just the wild. It's nature. And I think that that feeling can be preserved at a new location. So I think if we go back yeah. to an island, it should probably be Nublar, and it should probably be like the remnants of the park. Which um, park? Both at this point. I mean, I would both. like to see some. I mean, how cool would it be if we could see finally a sequence in the underwater mosasaur view? I mean, like the viewing area underneath. 
but an action sequence. Like, let's see somebody get but chased. Issue there. Let's see what someone get chased by velociraptors and get mauled by velociraptors while the mosasaur. Yeah, but we should, have seen, we should have seen that in Jurassic yeah. World. Mm. I don't think. I don't think they'll take us back there. I something tells me it really isn't going to go back to New Blood at all. Yeah. You know, I just don't see them doing Maybe it. Maybe an inciting incident or something. Yeah, like an. Yeah, but but this well, is it. Will the inciting incident come you, back? Yeah, I hope so. Do you think that they'll um? Okay, if, if they go islands. ahead with the whole raptor idea, to a degree, even if it's not, like, super involved, if they go ahead with the raptor idea, do you think we're going to see what a scene idea? that reincorporates blue? I, hope oh, I not. really hope not. I hope man. not, no. man. Yeah, no more of so that. You'd... I don't want to, I don't want raptors. So you don't think it... it's going to... See, this is it. It's going to go that way. It's going to be raptors trained. We're going to get sales script, I didn't I'm like it you. in Jurassic script World. is coming back. I don't it, think so, because Jurassic World was like the attempt to basically take that idea and nullify it in a lot of ways. I would very much like if it didn't... I disagree if, with that. ...if the raptors were wild and scary yeah. again, because they weren't scary Well, I Jurassic think part World. of that comes down to the way that they are animated and the way that they looked. I mean, they were so cute. They were stocky I, I, and weird. I think looking. part of it, yeah, but I mean, the raptors didn't have any reason to be scary. You know, even when they spun around and uh, you know turned on Pratt and all that, it wasn't scary. No, because they weren't acting it, like they it didn't, didn't act like velociraptors that we know and love from the Jurassic Park movies. You know when they f- and we know they filmed that as well. We know they filmed you know days mm-hmm. worth of scenes it, with the with the army with the Ingen soldiers in the. Jung- in the jungles, basically, you know, being hunted by raptors, and we saw it for like ten seconds, which I think is fine. Which... It's just the problem is the way the raptors behaved before that wasn't that scary, and it was really it just came down to the animation. I think that we could have had all those scenes preserved in the same way, but have the raptors just animate differently, and I think that it would have been a little bit more. It would have conveyed their ferocity and their intelligence, and their unpredictability, a lot more efficiently. Uh, so I think the, the, the end the, of the movie when Delta busts through that glass and um, slides on the ground, that's when I'm like, that is a Velociraptor from Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. that sequence starting there and then the way that they surround them, it is so Jurassic Park there. It, the way they end it, it's, it's really good looking. But when they're running through the forest, they look goofy. Um, when they stop and encounter the Indominus Rex before they turn around, they look pretty good, though. Um... But yeah, just it. That was probably the best CGI in the movie. That and uh, I would say the the end CG where the raptor, where Delta encounters Hoskins and then chases the crew. I think that she, I think that she looked really good there. The lighting was just perfect. Yeah, no, I I like that. What you mean? You mean in the yeah when she busted in the lab and then when she busted out of it and she slid on the ground and like chased them out the door and encountered the Dilophosaur hologram. Like that was all like really well done. That was Raptor yeah. for sure. That was no, I really liked that. Like, I was fine, like hell yeah, Velociraptors are back. Like the way she animated, and I can't help but think the reason why she looked good there um, when she busted through the glass is probably because they didn't use motion capture. I think that they stayed too. I think mm. they stayed too close to the motion capture. I think that they trusted the motion capture too much, so it made them all kind of move a little stiffer, stockier, and less menacingly. Okay, yeah, I understand that. That's that's pretty I interesting. Also, I have a question for everyone on this panel here. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, we're on a panel now. Um, <laughs> Alright guys, let's let, let, let do a Comic Con panel, just all of us. Uh, and for panel. I and messed up. Alright, anyways, um <laughs> what was my question? Um No one knows, man. <laughs> we were talking no Right, right, right. Do you think we'll see 
the incorporation of human DNA into the dinosaurs. No. <laughs> My lord. Because I no. think that's already happened with the Indominus Rex. No. I think it's already happened. Why? What do you mean why? <laughs> <laughs> what makes you it's think definitely that already happened. What makes you think that there's human why DNA do you think in the Indominus Rex? That is a video for another time. No. Uh, <laughs> a video? No. I can't. I can't. Spare, I haven't prepared any notes, but so I do definitely think spend, that in Jurassic World, you think that's human in, in the Indominus. You spend too much time on YouTube. Hundred percent. But we know. But we know, Assis, that there's no, not, and no, we know no, no, what no, no, there no, is no, in no. there. The there chameleon. Was one picture, and the there was one picture I remember coming out recently, or as in recent, like three, four months ago. Um, didn't they say there was like a, a little bit of unknown DNA that accounted for the thumbs? Like we don't know why the thumbs are here. That's human DNA. I guarantee it. Iguanodon. No, <laughs> yeah, that oh, would actually. It's, no, it's human. Um, it's going to be human, not iguanodon. No, um, well, but they're not going to reveal that, are they? Like that's if that oh, they will, was man. a case, that's <laughs> the Indominus is well, dead. No, and it's really it, the thumbs are there just because they wanted to make it be able to grip things and hold things, which is something that they couldn't no, do nonsense. without thumbs. Um, I'm telling you, man, but, human DNA is coming in Jurassic World. No, too. but listen, if you buy the expanded media fiction for the Indominus Rex, which means after um. Uh, what expanded well, after Brian Swyfek came in, involved he looked at the design of the dinosaur and they said this is half T-Rex half Velociraptor and he goes cool but it looks more like a Carnotaurus than a Majungasaurus so he said oh but it also has these that DNA in them as well both of those animals have thumbs they have five nah, they have nah, five nah, fingered nah. hands it's definitely human they have five nah, fingered hands with nah. thumbs Carnotaurus Majungasaurus nah. so nope um, nope yeah <laughs> Anyways, so what do you think? Do you think... No, <laughs> I want the human DNA. Assis, all right, tell me, tell me, dude. Based on Jurassic World, yep. what is your ideal sequel? I think it's pretty obvious, isn't it? There's going to be an no, no, no. What do you want? Yeah, it's pretty obvious. An adult crash lands on Nublar, and a group of kids have to go and rescue him, <laughs> and then they get trapped there, and then okay. they have to get out. That's what's going to happen. There you had it, ladies and gentlemen. So, Assis's favorite film is Jurassic Park 3, <laughs> and for the sequel, he wants He wants kids the inverse of Jurassic Park 3. No, I think there's something there interesting to say is, Assis, you say that you didn't like the raptor stuff in Jurassic World. You say you don't want that in the sequel. And then you say you love the John Sayles script, and it was way better than Jurassic World. You don't, you uh, don't make yes. sense to me. I love, Jen, I love John Sayles. <laughs> you... That is contradictory. What? <laughs> Those aren't raptors. Well, because the sequel, the, the John Sells script is even more about the raptors being They're not. Human. They're not They've raptors. They've got human yeah, DNA in. Those are not raptors. What do you mean? Those are definitely not... Okay, I'm going to... Hey, here. Um, Dinonychus? If, if a dog Dinonychus is mixed with a dinosaur, human, and a bunch of other shit, is it still a dog? See, here's the thing, though. They're described as looking just like Velociraptors. They're, they don't look... But they're not raptors, though. They're, they're, they're hybrids, makeup is but no you also didn't like the Indominus for being a hybrid. That's because it wasn't explained well. But it wasn't explained in the John <laughs> Sales script, either. Yeah, it was. What, what are you talking about? They didn't, what do you mean, explained well? It, they didn't... Like, they explained everything. What are you talking about? They, they went into the science of creating the raptors. Uh, maybe. No. It's been a few years since I read it. I no. definitely think they did something that made me buy it. No. Yes, <laughs> I'm bu- I don't care. John Sales is better. I don't give a shit. It's how. Oh, is it? Be- is, you know why you're saying that? Because you've got to think for pulpy, shitty horror films. <laughs> 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 
That's probably it. <laughs> Kill him. Bring him down. I know it's 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 a well written it's a well written script. It's a very enjoyable read. It is totally not Jurassic Park, and I'm glad it didn't happen. What are you talking about? It's a great spinoff. Oh, it's a per- it's a great great spinoff. If Jurassic Park yeah. had like spinoffs, I'd say go for it. But um, you know, as a mainline movie, as Jurassic Park Four, no. But there's a part of me that would. But I will say it would be an interesting. The Don Sales what? Yeah, for sure. John Sayles' script handled the uh, trained raptors better than um, Jurassic World did. Well, I guess... Because it had an implant, right, that uh, that regulated hormones? That's so smart. Yeah, I, I would have li- actually liked to see something like that. I think that was an interesting little mechanic that was thrown in. Um, yeah. I, I would have liked That's to see the thought. science of that thrown in, as well as just conditioning the animals. But the other things, I mean, they were way too trained. Remember the chlamydiosaurus? That's definitely a thing, right? <laughs> what? It's called chlamydiosaurus. It's kind, I shit you it's not. Kind, it's, no, you're close though. Um, no, I'm looking. I'm definitely. I'm, that, I'm is looking. Aust- <laughs> chlamydia. that is the Australian frilled lizard. John Sales. I'm looking. John Sales didn't research the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. He couldn't remember it was called Dilophosaurus. So he's like, oh, it's a lizard with a frill that shoots out of its neck. So he literally named it the name of the real living lizard rather than Dilophosaurus. But it was a Dilophosaurus. And it swung from tree limbs with its tail. (laughs) Oh, great. I mean, the thing with the thing with the sales script is you could take a lot of it and make it work. A lot of it, it, it's a great, it's a well written script. It's John Sales; he's a good writer. But I think the issue is it's not really. No, I mean, it's got a lot of cool ideas, like the Excava Raptors. That's not explained. Why are there something called? Why are there? Why is there something called? Yeah, but that was freaky. Imagine returning to Nublar after 10, 20 years, and then the raptors have, have developed in such a way that they're now they're digging like, holes yeah, like trapped spiders, spiders and living I in the ground. I love that script so much. That is, yeah, that is creepy and scary and, and creepy and there's scary. there's the American pilot, seaplane pilot, who lands in the ocean outside of Nublar and then they're going to it, and then for some reason there's just a Mosasaur chilling out there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um... But you can see they've taken all these elements. Yeah, you can tell Spielberg's like, hey, I want together. to train raptors, I want to see a Mosasaurus, I'm, you know, I want some of these... <laughs> oh, there's so many weird things opening with the ball game yeah, that let's ta- on. Yeah, let's talk about some of the weird things. Well, shouldn't we be talking about Jurassic World 2? Let's talk about yeah, Jurassic, Jurassic World 2. 2. I'm still looking for Comidiosaurus. Alex, Alex, what do you want to see? Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. I think, like, considering how, like, we were all like, oh, this film's going to be so nostalgic, it's going to be too much. I didn't get enough in the uh, in Jurassic mm. World. And what? I want a, I want a bit more in, in Jurassic World too. but I don't think we're going to get any. I think we're going to be veering away. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be its own thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah they've established themselves as his own thing which is fine but yeah I think the nostalgia feeling it wasn't so prominent in Jurassic it, World well see I, as soon as you start really feeling it like in a good way it's kind of over before you know it isn't it like with the mm. uh, visitor center and you see you can't really tell it's a visitor center like it's so dark and it's so overgrown that you really can't tell what you're looking at and then right when you see the mural and the music kicks in 
it's interrupted. Like, you feel like you're going to have, like, this really nice, sweet, nostalgic moment, and it's there, and then it's interrupted when they go into the, uh, the garage. Mm. And I would have just liked to maybe just reminisce a bit longer, because that was a really beautiful shot with the music and the torch, and then just looking at that mural, and that that scene hits me in a very, like, true nostalgic way, like that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Awkward cool. silence, boys. Yeah, Come was, on. That got, that got, <laughs> everyone just got sad. They're like... <laughs> it's because the nostalgia makes us cry. I I, it made me fucking cry, so don't worry about it. But now you fucking hate that movie. Yeah, but well, it's I still crying. Really... I cried the fucking... <laughs> I, cried... <laughs> I cried the Universal logo. They'll fucking hate that movie. <laughs> That's a good impression, by the way. I'm sure the people who listen to the podcast will like that. Mm. Yeah. Make that your ringtone. Yeah, it was a really... It was really Canadian of me. <laughs> so no one's really answered this this question correctly yet. But Ryan, what do you want to see in the <laughs> sequel? What, what's your what's your ideal sequel? And no chlamydia, please. <laughs> uh, I, th- I mean, I think I I touched upon this last time, but like, um, we we're not really we didn't really get like that 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 awe that wow factor with some of mm-hmm. like the intimate moments with some of the dinosaurs and mm-hmm. um you know like with the apatosaurus in jurassic world i mean we got that but i mean it was dying and <laughs> it, was, it was sad and it wasn't really like a, you know it's like well fuck you know this isn't really happy mm-hmm. um so i would like more moments like that you know where especially where colin was talking about uh um the coexistence of the you know humans and dinosaurs were going to be explored a little bit more um in this movie so I I would like I, I don't want the interaction that Chris Pratt had or you know that Owen had with the Velociraptors where if it's if it's meant to be a predator if, or if it's meant to be scary I think it's supposed to stay that way which is why mm-hmm. we all feel that kind of that way we do about the raptors whereas you know you can have sort of that relationship with a Triceratops or um, a Parasolophilus or you know something different or you know even if you're riding a, a, a giant ass Brachiosaurus you know using it as some sort of like farming agricultural method you know something something like that I wouldn't mind seeing I that buy, that's cool yeah, um, I want to see that I mean you would have to have such a time but, jump into the future though to be like oh look what's happening with dinosaurs now for something like that to happen for it to be integrated yeah, in society true. but like I could buy the animal being used in that way I think that it would actually be if done right, it'd be really humbling and like it would really be sort of an, a, ma- a majestic, yeah. very curious type of scene. I mean, it would start to feel like Dinotopia, but um, I don't know if that's a horrible thing. Yeah, I, I just basically did just describe Dinotopia, and I don't know if that's necessarily what I want in Jurassic Dinotopia. Movie, but... I've never seen that, so I don't know what that is. You should watch it, man. Well, it's pick fun. up one of the yeah. books because there's some really nice art in them. Mm. I haven't read a book. I just remember the TV friend. show. You don't even need to read. Just look at the pictures to see. It's it's pictures. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> picture good enough book. for my small mind. I'll take it. Um. So I just like to to bring up a point. What is with Twitter changing the color of the retweet? Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, what are we talking God about? It. Now it's changed to like a turquoise lighter green and I hate it. Well, then and they've changed... When you click tweets, it also, it like throws them in a little separate window. It's yeah. weird. Well, it is different. They, Ooh. you know, and a couple, oh. that's disgusting, like a right? And a couple of months ago. <laughs> color. What's going on here? 
a couple of months ago they changed the favor at the star to a heart. You know, this oh, isn't yeah. Facebook. I don't like this. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this, I'm done. Finally. Okay. Jesus. Anyways, Jack, what do you want to see in the hey, Jurassic buddy. World sequel? Um, I want to see many, like, m- way more hybrid dinosaurs. <laughs> I want to see yep, yep. raptors trained yep. for the military. Correct. Uh, and I want to see um, way more children yep. in the movie. You know what? You're, <laughs> you just described the John Sale script. So you, just described, you described Assis's favorite movie. Because, I mean, look, there's, there's... There's no kids in John Sale's yes, script, except at the very there's start. A, there's kidnapped children yeah, that they're but, rescuing with velociraptors. Yeah, but they're not, they're not main characters in the movie, you know? <laughs> True, but do you know, apparently in the William Monaghan rewritten version he did draft two really there's way more kids do you remember what he said no he said me, that interview. no no, 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 no go ahead and tell me tell me everything William Monaghan said uh, in, a, in an interview he took John Sells' script and he made the kids like the kids in Willy Wonka what no <laughs> wait what do you mean yeah, I don't believe I mean you. I'm glad it didn't get made but you know they're all dead yeah I think he made them like you know kids walking around ooh ah dinosaur don't say that a, a swinging a dinosaur that swings from the tree. So like there were just like you know, kids like, that are, like living out in like the jungles, like being held I by don't know, cartels. Man. I mean, I haven't like, read it by the dinosaurs because they weren't. How, I've never heard this before. That's, that's insane, dude. Do you not like the oh. past fourteen years? It was like one of the most prominent the articles okay, hey, when so they talked to, to William Monaghan. You, Jack, I know that you followed the Reddit, uh, the Jurassic Hello. Park uh, Reddit. Real quick, did you see that somebody posted some of that? Uh, the art from uh, Carlos Huante, like some of the sculptures and everything, and everyone's like, "Oh no, no, no! It's fake! It's fake!" They denied it, and I chimed, I chimed mm, yeah. in. I'm like, "Guys, no, it's not fake." I mean, eventually we could probably get into more detail about this because uh, we know it wasn't fake for a lot of reasons. But um, it looks fake. <laughs> people are like, "Oh yeah, okay, you're fucking lying. Oh, you like lying, you know?" <laughs> where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Oh yes. Debunked. Yeah, it's not debunked. Jesus Christ, people. I never went in this thread. I don't remember. Having... So I chimed in. I'm like, no, it's it's real, guys. Um, and that didn't. Oh God, you've been downvoted you... to hell, Chris. I know. Uh... When did people? We have a great track record, too, motherfucker. I know. I am. Not... I mean, I don't think I've ever put anything out there that was wrong. To be honest, <laughs> someone comes in. Chris likes lying. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I had to. Sorry, but I outvoted that. That's brilliant. When did people become convinced? Like you're trying to you're trying to prove it, and then they're like, "Chris likes lying." (laughs) That is fantastic. All right, Chris. I will. Yeah, but when did people become convinced Um, that that was fake? I thought people knew that was real. Yeah, we spoke to Carlos, and he like confirmed it to us. He said he he literally. Yeah, I emailed him. Back in the day. Oh my he, god, this, yeah, is, so this new stuff is all old. Assis, you were with me before Chris. You joined before Chris. What? Was I with you when you did this? Uh pretty sure, man. Oh my yeah. god. Well, regardless, it was um Fuck. yeah, we spoke to him back then and his take of it was that um Spielberg <laughs> came in, saw the drawings and <laughs> Chris the likes lying. <laughs> <laughs> I just it, I mean I laughed when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm and your post ooh you got me guys <laughs> I'm sending you an email I, I'd ra- don't read this in the podcast though Chris thanks for your- <laughs> uh, was this from Carlos Possibly. yeah oh see, my th- god this, this is new this is- hang on yeah 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 excuse us everyone as we read a <laughs> long paragraph 
Entertain them. Entertain them, Ryan. Um, <laughs> to your right, you'll see a herd of Dilophosaurus. Swinging from the trees with Swinging from the trees with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, see, Chris. <laughs> if you look closely... Shia is half naked and also spitting protrudely things from his mouth. <laughs> Shia, Quick, which is something Chris. he would probably do. I mean, let's cast him in Jurassic World 2. Boom. Oh my god, no. <laughs> hey, um, By so, way, yeah, what Carlos said to me, I'll have to pull up my old emails, but what I remember Carlos saying to me was that Spielberg came in saw the drawings and immediately pulled and, the idea. Yeah, and you can see there's a little bit more detail in what I, I... The thing is, I just emailed him personally, which is why I'm not sharing it. Um, yeah. Holy That's shit. That's fair, man. I mean... But we know that. Yeah. I mean, we knew that for ages. Yeah, I'm surprised that people were yeah, rejecting I, that. I didn't know that people thought that it was fake. I, I think that they, um... When IOM went ahead and said, hey, we never worked on that version of Jurassic Park 4... Because it wasn't really... I don't think it was really IOM. It wasn't like they were in full production. I think it was just a few artists, and they probably got saved to the archives, and that's why the IOM logo existed on it. And then probably because they retained ownership of the art after it was thrown away, they just used it as generic art for like them talking in panels. And honestly, whoever was at IOM probably asked someone who didn't know. They're like, is this real? And they're like, no, that ain't Jurassic Park 4. And mm. they... No, but yeah, no, it, it totally was. was. It was. Totally it was Joe that. Johnson's Jurassic Park Four. I mean, it was a long time ago. But that's not. I, I mean, I spoke to Tim Bradley, mm-hmm. and and he, it was the same idea. He, that? that was the concept yeah, for, and... for a while. That was what Jurassic was. I mean, there's a script. <laughs> you know, it's there. It's all yeah, there. Exactly. Place. I mean, this is what was happening. That. Remember the uh, 2006 Toy Fair that pulled up that uh, three-fingered mm. Rex that was a hybrid of a T-Rex and a Velociraptor. And there was yes. all, it was supposed to be military versus dinosaurs and hybrid dinosaurs. and me- I mean, it's existed for so long in so many different forms. So many different people have worked on it. I really hope that people were going to update like their portfolios after Jurassic World came out. But I think so many people just forgot about it, lost the art, don't care. They just haven't got that art out. I really was hoping that we would finally like lift the veil off of the years and years of development of Jurassic Park 4. I mean, because Hasbro worked on toys for Jurassic Park 4 back in 2003 and 2004. They were helping pitch the idea. My mind is literally blown right now. I have nothing to say. I can't believe you didn't know this, Aziz. We've talked about this before. This can make so much... This connects all the dots. Now, it makes (laughs) so much sense. Everything can... He's like, like, it's it's Jurassic Park. It's, It's a... Franchise. <laughs> it makes sense. I didn't now. know they were sequels canonically. Are you this email has literally blown my mind. You knew this. Okay. I did not cool. know this exact details. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. My life is different. Exciting times. I don't know what to do. So the Jurassic World sequel, I, I didn't talk about what I want. Cease, did you talk about what you wanted? Neither, yeah, oh, neither yeah, did I. I didn't actually I just joked oh, about yeah, what yeah, go I ahead. don't want to see. Um it's, but this is again, Chris. This is what I said before. I don't know That's what fair. I want now because I'm all I am is scared that they're going to ruin it. Um, mm. You know, and I'll freely admit that I'm worried that they're going to take this franchise just like any other blockbuster, and it's just going to be explosions. You know, there's going to be no tension, and it's I'm Do really worried think for it. That the success of the Force Awakens and it sticking true to like more of a classic Star Wars style and formula. Do you think it's extreme success might give Universal faith in allowing a Jurassic Park movie to be more Jurassic Park. 
No. Because yeah. Jurassic yeah. World was so successful. Yeah, was but it, it I successful? guess it's not down to... Well, that's, well, oh my god. Oh. That's like successful Do you want 1.7 billion? Do you want 1.6 billion? It's like... Yeah, it was pretty successful. Yeah, no, I mean, Jurassic World was. Which, which, which is worrying that they could lead on a sure, similar path. But if you look... Care if less. you look... I guess if you look at what Star Wars is doing, it's not just, you know, blowing up at the box office. It's really... It's really a lot of people love that movie, and it's really kind of reinvigorated a franchise that, out of all honesty, instead of it having a Jurassic Park three, it had three Jurassic Park threes. It worse than get Jurassic, out of here. That's so Park subjective. Movies. I can't stand prequel haters. Grow up, man. It, they're, I'll fight you. you no. you're like on a minute scale of people who like the prequels. Honestly, it's 50-50. I really think it's 50-50. Because people my age that grew up with the prequels I, like those more than the original trilogy. That's just because we grew up with them. I, I grew up with them also. I don't re- I don't know anybody who likes I'm the saying, prequels All I'm more. saying is it's probably 50-50. You guys just blow it out of proportion for whatever reason. And I'll defend the prequels. I really will. Because they're fucking great. Yeah, so, but they are bad well, We, we are reinforcing the fact that Assis' movie opinions are... What's the word I'm looking for? Someone shaking. Someone <laughs> Oh my god. At least I didn't like Jurassic World, you shithead. Oh! <laughs> Here we oh, go. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Please. I take it back. I take it back. I take Somebody, it back. Hold him back. Hold him back. Hold him back. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> hold him back. Alex, get Chris. Uh, <laughs> I'll rip your throat out. <laughs> all right. That's okay. This is the most angry. No, we're not. It's all play. It's all play. It's all play. <laughs> I don't get angry. It's all play. It's all play. Hold him back. Hold him oh back. Oh my god. I made a fool of myself. <laughs> Separate ends of the room. Just breathe, breathe. Oh boy! Somebody, somebody, get to see some water. Come on, get him a drink. But doesn't it warm your heart to know that down. that somewhere out there, <laughs> Jurassic Park three warmed the hearts of a few souls. One of them being Aziz. Yeah. <laughs> one of I three. Mean, there's oh, a reason why after Jurassic Park three, Jurassic Park four took so long to happen. Hmm. And yeah, uh, you know, for I, I do wonder if like Jurassic Park four happened like as quote unquote Jurassic Park four, what would have happened with the franchise afterwards? I think that it would have if they would have pushed Jurassic Park four out like around like two thousand four through two thousand six. I think that there would have been a similar like ten year waiting period or so um, until the next movie. Really? Mm. Yeah. I think that Jurassic Park 4, if it would have happened, it would have probably made less movie? Less money? I don't know. Less money? Less, less movie. movie. It would have failed. I think it would have fucking bombed Yeah, hard. yeah, exactly. And I think that yeah. it would have taken a while until another Jurassic Park movie came out. Although, get... They might have rebooted the franchise afterwards. Who knows? Exactly. But the problem is, is, so we know Universal has the right to six films total. And we have four of those six Wait, films already. So there's only two. Know they only have the rights for two more films. <gasps> That's what? What's gonna happen after that? I'm sure they're probably already deep in negotiations with uh, Crichton's estate. No. Oh, there'll be plenty more. Yeah. No. <laughs> now, I mean, I'm sh- I think that they probably retain the rights to continue to put out merchandise and other types of brand expansion. But I know that they only had the rights for six films. Now, it's very possible that they bought the rights for more films and they just never said anything. Because why announce that? That might be something that they never have to go into in the future. Like, I mean, what if it ends at number six and it's 20 years before we see the next movie? I don't know. 
Um, they might have more movies, but as of like a few years ago, they still only had the rights for six films. That's got to change now because they they made so much money with this movie. Yeah, but it depends how how they. I mean, look at look at the first Jurassic Park, and then look at what you know the money that was made there on. It's a drop about one Jurassic, third, right? One, one third a drop each time. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting if that happens with with the sequel. I don't think What's it one will. One third of one point six billion, it, still a lot. What right? is interesting is you know at the time Jurassic World was released, everyone went to see mm-hmm. it. It was amazing. No one thought negatively of it now, but now there is a little bit of people, you know, thinking, do you know what? It wasn't that good. It wasn't perfect. There were some flaws, which means that the average fan, the average moviegoer, might. You know what? I'll wait for the Blu-ray. But you know what I mean. One point six billion dollars. This has to be at least a billion dollars worth of like brand new fans. Oh like, yeah, there are success. a lot of new fans for Jurassic World. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of them love Jurassic Park, but they've never really like you know they saw Jurassic Park, they love that movie, but they never considered themselves a franchise fan. I'm noticing that with Jurassic World, it's brought out a lot of like younger fans that are like, wow, now I'm a fan of the franchise because of, I always loved Jurassic Park, but now with Jurassic World, I can say I am a current, ongoing fan of the franchise. Jurassic World really did bring a lot of new fans to the table and kind of awaken... It'll be their franchise. It awakened the fans for a lot of other people. Um, so, it just it, it's, the next movie needs to be good, but if it's good and it hits the right notes, I think that it's going to continue to be a very healthy, money-making franchise. Or just be like Transformers. Each movie is shit. And still makes a billion dollars. Makes a lot of money, yeah. 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 I, God, I s- Hopefully we don't go down you know, there. I won't lie. I mean, I it's Hollywood, enjoy. man, and this seems to be where the industry's going and has gone. Look at Fast and the Furious. One last ride, three more Walker times. died. They should have stopped. Bro, I thought they would do it. I thought that was it for Fast and Furious. But no. They just announced 10, like, up till 10, yeah. which, which is nuts. And then they're saying it, movies. but they said it's done after that. We'll see. Yeah, but spin-offs oh, too. Oh, good, though. good. Spin-offs. Until the yeah, spin-offs. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, this is this is my worry for Jurassic World. It's being treated, or it seems like it's being treated by Universal like any other blockbuster franchise. <clears throat> and the, the original Jurassic Park just yeah, isn't well, that. You know, and, and, and that's, I, I'm, I swear that's everyone's worry, is that, you know, it's just another movie with explosions, some dinosaurs is like monsters without real care or thought that's gone that, into that? them. You know, that's the worry. That's I the just worry. want to rewind real quick. Yeah, that's actually something that bothers me with the Pteranodon scene, is there's no reason for them to attack Main Street the way that they did. No, they now, just go there listen, and then, like... Here's the thing, if they wanted it. that to happen, this is something, as soon as I saw the movie the first time, I had in the back of my head, I'm like, that could have easily been explained. If we would have had a scene where we were in the aviary before things go bad, and we see that when the Pteranodons are fed, an, an alarm that sounds a little bit like that alarm that goes off in the park goes off and out of the feeding chute and the pteranodons swarm oh, like around that. the feeding chute. They mm. hear the alarm and they swarm like and go and feed. So when they break out, the alarm goes out, all the pteranodons say, oh, there must be food by that alarm and they go fly over there. Boom. Problem solved. Yeah, that's Problem not solved. stupid at It all. makes yeah, sense. The animals brilliant. are conditioned. And then they see the people and think, ah, Yeah, life. exactly. I mean, it, all it took was a little bit of thinking to make it work like that. And the problem is... <laughs> Just fired. And I, the problem is, is it dumbed down some of the animal interactions. Now, things like the Indominus Rex, I felt was handled pretty well. Except for the killing all the Apatosaurus. I still just... that that Still, I'm like, eh, how did it kill that many Apatosaurus in such a close proximity to each other? <laughs> Whoever said that, you're right. 100%. Um, 
<laughs> but no, I mean, that would have made um, the trend on scene work. And it just would have added that little extra, hey, these are animals, they're not monsters, they're just murdering. You would have seen, oh, look, they hear an alarm, they know they're being fed. They hear the alarm. But this is it. They're just, the dinosaurs in Jurassic World, more or less, are just mm-hmm. monsters. Yeah. Just, and, and, and that's the problem. That's but, everyone's problem with JP3, Yeah, the right? source in the yeah. movie is... A monster. I mean, but the raptors are. It's just raptors out are to kill animals. everyone. Raptors are animals. Yeah, the raptors are animals in Jurassic Park Three. I'll give you that. They're the most animalistic we've ever seen. Them. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, you can't. You, you know, uh, the I'm, the argument that Jurassic Park Three doesn't move the franchise forward is Absolutely true. It, it, does. it doesn't. It doesn't do anything other than the raptors. They brought Hoskins you know. to Jurassic World. Are you weirdo? That's no. Yes. no it, it didn't, didn't though. It didn't did intentionally it, it do it that. Did. No, it didn't. That was just that was just something they made up on for the website canon, to link so JP3. It's canon right? now, but that wasn't. It's canon now, but <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. You it's can't canon argue now. that. That's not a good they argument. You retroactively fixed Jurassic Park three, though. It's okay. You can do that. Oh, so you're saying Jurassic Park three needs fixing? You admit it. <laughs> uh, some things don't work. Yeah, it's not perfect. Yeah, or maybe there's it is, no such thing. Only Lost World. Is perfect. I think the <laughs> idea of looking for a perfect <laughs> movie is kind of silly. I mean, there's no such thing as a perfect movie. It's either you, uh, lost you love it, you like it, you hate it, you tolerate it, but there's no such thing as perfect. You can't really hold it to like. St- That's why I don't like number know. ratings on movies. It's just how does it make you feel? You can't really put a number on how does. Yeah, films exactly. are subjective for sure, Chris. But I, I, th- I think fine. everyone in their right mind can agree that the Lost World is the best <laughs> exactly <movie>. right. <laughs> like that so, goes without saying. So with Dr- the Jurassic World sequel, I think then that's a fair point. I think we all want to see dinosaurs acting like animals, and if we want there to be a reason behind their actions that actually makes sense in a animalistic, scientific way. So we want to see... But this is it. The issue is if they bring them back as hybrids and they start, you know, different breeds of dinosaurs. And they can do whatever they want. There's there's no excuse for them to be animals anymore, and and then it just becomes monsters, and then it's a monster movie, and then everyone's out. We don't want a monster movie. So what do you want with the Jurassic World sequel? You want the dinosaurs or whatever animals they have in that movie to act like animals. You want them to be dangerous. You want them to wreck shit. But... Yeah, they, they have no idea what century they're in. They're going to defend themselves. <laughs> Violently unnecessary. <laughs> you know, I think that's... that's rel- isn't it, it didn't Colin say something about that, though, in, uh, in mm-hmm. an interview? The whole idea of Jurassic World is based around no, no, that one yeah, the, line. Um, Jurassic World is based around the Malcolm line where he said, you know, you patent it, you're selling it, you're selling it. And, uh... Slapped it on a plastic lunchbox. And then, yeah, and then he, said, uh, like he said the sequel's all based around um, Alan Grant's quote, which is, uh, Dinosaurs are men. 65 million years. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> um, but, like, you know... Yeah, he, um, and, then, and then Ellie says, that's Jurassic World 3, we'll I see. guess. Ellie's line. We so Jurassic World, time. I mean, actually, I think Jurassic World 3 will be uh, women inheriting the Earth. <laughs> well, that's Colin's mm. plan. I'm okay with that. Don't worry about it. Condors. Condors. Yeah. <laughs> I have condors. Um, that's Jurassic World Four. Um, All right, guys, I have to run. I have to run. You guys have fun. All right, well, that's a, that's a perfect time to wrap, guys. Um, we didn't talk about dinosaurs. Well done. Next time, huh? Because I, I think <laughs> guys, there's a lot to talk about what yeah. the sequel could do, and I think there is some interesting. I think there could be some interesting discussion to carry this on to be continued. Definitely, mm. definitely. Um, we will reconvene, and we will continue to bash Jurassic Park three, <laughs> to praise the Lost World, yep, and to worry about the future of the franchise. <laughs> well Any... said. Mm. Thank you for listening to the Jurassic World <clears throat> podcast. Um, 
I've been. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. I've been Jack. <laughs> I hope you've been Jack. Yeah. <laughs> You're like I am actually not Jack. We all. That's yeah, true. Sure. That's actually Chris, and the Jack is actually the uh, American guy. Yeah. Or or, or me. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever. Jack is you. The American guy. <laughs> the, the American guy. <laughs> the American guy. All right, guys. Any last words um, before I kill all of you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have to admit, I'm excited for Chris's Chris likes lying uh, his attack back on Assis. Oh, we yep. we shall wait and see. Oh, it's all in jest. Oh, is it? Is I, it I love... Chris likes lying. Yeah, Chris, can you please change your uh, Twitter handle to Chris, Chris likes lying. lying? That's fantastic. Oh my god, Chris likes lying. <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah. All right, guys. Farewell. Till next time. Um, enjoy. Oh, t- yeah, until next time. Enjoy your days. Bye. Good luck with the midterms. Thank mm-hmm. you, sir. It's always midterms for a season. Just good luck, Assis. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Endless good luck. Yep. Assis likes lying. All right, cool. I'll see you. Shots fired. <laughs> see you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>